Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Thank mm-hmm. you. 
Then I am still wait here inside until you come and settle with you. You raise me up so I can stand on my You raise me up to walk on I am strong when I am on your shoulder. You raise me up to more than Recording has reached the maximum length. To replay your message, press 1. To delete and re-record your message, press 3. For delivery options, press 4. To send a fax, press 6. To cancel this message, press star. To send this message now, press pound or hang up.
Don't think oh, I never said you can't imagine the burden they put the mess through my head. Here's my side, please on the back. It wasn't easy, but it was worth it. It wasn't easy, it wasn't easy, it wasn't easy. But it was worth it. It was It was
for your life. Yes,
Mm-hmm. You know, you don't want them to think that, you know, you're trying to trick them. You don't yeah. think where I got this money from, you know. Mm-hmm. But I put it on the ground and I told them, hey, one of the students at, at school dropped it. You don't know who it is when you get to school. Just give it back to them. Mm-hmm. See, so the most high will protect and watch his children. Some little child will be sitting there looking for their $2, and the $2 will be gone. Mm-hmm. But that kid right there, I was inspired to give it, give it to him. Amen. So we pray and we thank him, amen, for all the things he do. And most of all, how I find that money, amen, I uh, uh, I give these people an opportunity to uh, to send, send seed, send help. Amen. Hallelujah. You're going to need some help one day, amen. amen. You need some help today. Money is not everything, but the Bible said money answers all things. Amen. And this ministry here, amen, it runs by giving away some money. Mm-hmm. So when I find your money, I find me somebody to give it to. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. You may lose it in, in Bangladesh. Hallelujah. But that's okay because if you didn't find it, amen, somebody else be here. Amen. We thank him this morning. Amen. We praise God for a couple of guests that came and we weren't here. But we had to run off, amen, and do some godly chores. But I'm back, amen. Youth pastor's back, amen, ready to do his will. I'm going to start off talking about strife, amen. Should we look strife up in the dictionary so we can give you a clarification, clarification of what we're talking about when we talk about strife? Hallelujah. It's not foreign. We all have had it or used it or a part of it, you understand, S-T-R-I-F-E, strife, hallelujah, not a whole lot of word, uh, three letters, six letters, hallelujah, just make it short and give it three, sin, <laughs> sin is strife, hallelujah, 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 and we're talking about Strife this morning. We find strife, and and and, and when, when when the youth pastor get it, we'll let him break it down. Amen. We'll give him this word. Genesis thirteen and eight. And Abram said unto Lot, Let there be no strife. See, we have to first settle our accounts. Let there be no strife. Let's make sure, Amen, that we're ready to go on a journey together. Whether it be just a journey, Amen, on the telephone conversation destination, designated, whatever, however, any word you want to uh, put together. When when we come together, let there be no strife, I pray, between me and thee, and between my husband and thy husband, for we be brethren. Hallelujah. We be brethren. So let's work that strife out this morning, hallelujah, so that we don't have, amen. We're going to let A.B. Uh, uh, break down the word strife for us, amen. Amen. Out of the um, Merriam-Webster's uh, Collegiate Dictionary, the 11th edition, and then the word strife, amen, it comes up as, <clears throat> the first one is to uh, strive, to fight, to quarrel. Bitter, sometimes violent conflict or dissension. In an act of contention, mm-hmm. uh, exertion or contention for superiority, 
See, somebody want to take over somebody, want to be stronger than you, or you trying to, amen, uh, get more, be superior. Let's forget about the uh, superiority and let's start thinking, amen, that I am no greater than you. You know, finances, things does not make you greater because Yahshua, he said, I didn't redeem you with corruptible things, but with the blood of the Lamb. Hallelujah. And the Lamb was, amen, Yahshua. Hallelujah. So then Genesis 45, 24 said, so he sought his brethren away, and they departed. And he said unto them, see that ye fall not out, by the way. While you, amen, going to meet, greet, uh, setting, on the way in the van, don't y'all fall out. You know, y'all on this bus, the 66 of y'all. Don't y'all fall out. You're on the plane. Don't y'all fall out before you get where you're going. Deuteronomy 112. How can I, myself alone, bear your, your conference and your burden and your strife? You know, how can one person bear all of this alone? Stop putting burdens upon one another. Stop using strife tactics. Amen. If you don't, then I'm not going to love you no more. I'm not going to come in. I'm not going to. You don't touch me, and you're married. Don't touch me. What that came in at in the word, never. And we find ourselves, we hold things apart from one another, amen, and it's called strife, amen. We want to control. He said, stop it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Psalm 3120, thou shalt hide them in the secret of thy presence from the pride of man, thou shalt keep them sacredly in a pavilion from the strife of tongue. See that tongue? Here we come. Talking about that tongue again. James said we can't bridle that tongue. From the strife of the tongue. Strife comes because of the tongue. Amen. Hallelujah. The Bible said the tongue is uh, unruly evil. Hallelujah. Psalm 55, 9, destroy, O Lord, and divide their tongue, for I have seen violence and strife in the city. And we're going to stop, and we're going to let A.D. pick up. We basically just got a whole host of scriptures on strife, amen, and when we see one to elaborate on, the Holy Spirit tell us what to do, then we go from there. But he said, destroy, O Lord, and divide their tongue by seeing violence and strife in the city. And that's what we got here. Somebody went and shot up the people down in Florida uh, yesterday. Amen. And uh, things are happening around the world. And we need to see there to be no strife. Amen. 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 Um, with that, and then we're going to turn to Psalms 80. Psalms 86. Psalms 80 and 6, amen. It is. It is what it is. It is. Thou makest us a strife unto our neighbors, and our enemies laugh among themselves. See? That's it. Because we argue, 
with each other. Hey, man, the enemy ain't got to do nothing. He's like, well, y'all y'all doing the work for me. That's y'all, right. Y'all coming against each other. Y'all arguing like scowling the dogs with each other. That's like uh, the neo-Nazis and, yeah. and the rest of the people. They say that uh, uh, we don't have to kill them. Look, they're killing themselves, selling drugs to one another. When they sell the food. You know? So it is what it is. You know, it's the truth. We got to sell it. Got to wake up and see and we turn it up. They gave, they put the knife and the gun in our hand, and we get to turn in the turn it on each other. Turn it on myself. Turn it on so mm-hmm. like that time you take the knife, they give somebody give you, and you stab your own self. Like wow, that look very silly and foolish. Wow, you know, and that's why a lot of nations don't respect us as a people because of the things that we do and we do to one another. You know, not not that we should go around killing people, but we definitely shouldn't be killing each other. And we then they know that we're supposed to have been a role model anyhow. We're supposed to be a nation know. of people. God has given us everything he gave us more than he gave any other nation. That's right. With class, with dignity, that's where we know. came from. Before slavery, if you understand the Mali Empire, uh, the, the, uh, actually Timbuktu, Timbuktu to this day is the largest library in Africa. Well, the, uh, not library, but, uh, College. It was the first college in Timbuktu. I can't remember the name of it at the moment, but we come from greatness. Just you know, just because we've been oppressed in this land for so long, and our people, we, you know, we didn't learn some ways that's unseemly, and begin to rehearse those things as a whole nation of people. You know, we doing exactly what you know the scriptures say. We striking one another, and the enemy laugh at us. Why the scriptures call them enemies? Because the enemy is the one that's supposed to do harm to you, afflict you. Cause all kind of man of evil upon you, but you do it to yourself. You do it to your your neighbor. You do it to your sister. You see her in church. You don't speak to her. We we do it. We cause a strife amongst each other. Violent struggle. It's a violent struggle. And say it was just a, I don't like her. Now it's a you you get in her face and tell her you don't like her. Violent. It's a quarrel. It can be violent. It's a quarrel. Uh, dissension. When you feel you can feel the the tension between you two when you look at each other. It's just. Nothing, nothing holy about it. It's a mug. It's a frown. It's, it's a, you know, spell. It's all that. All these things we do as a people. We got to break that cycle. Because that's what the scripture is saying. That, that's basically what we're doing. Amen. The scripture says we make a slice unto us, unto our neighbors, unto, the, unto our people that's the closest and dearest and nearest to us. We call strikes to each other. And the other nations, the other people, the enemies around us, they laugh. Amen. Proverbs 3 and 30. Strive not with a man with thy cause. If he have not done thee no harm. You have to shoot say strive. Amen. Strife and strive. Amen. It's just to put on the pretense of how you're using that word. Amen. You can't say you're not strife with a man with thy cause. You, the word, the operative word in that sentence would be strive, which is the same thing as strife. Amen. So don't have, don't be violent. Don't be, don't have dissension with a person without a cause. A lot of us mad at people. We don't even know why we mad at people. I didn't been I didn't been in that situation before. You be mad at somebody and you have no clue really why. Like, I don't like them. It may be because of something you heard. It may even be because of something they may have did that didn't even concern you. But you didn't like what they did. So you got you mad at them for something they directly do to you. This is what strife does. Strife builds up that way. When people do things to you, not even do things to you, or might do something you might not like personally, or even might say something to somebody else or may have done something 
you don't know what that situation was. You have no recollection, or you have, might not even know the, the you might not even not, not even know the story behind what happened. But just by the nature of it, it happening or whatever went on, you you might have a pre preconceived notion of this person. You have no clue who they are, or you have no background on this person. That's what strife is. That's how strife come about. So don't strive with a person without cause. Morning. So you can't strive with a person for no reason. You can't have envy and hatred for no reason. It's not saying you should for a reason, but definitely if you have no reason or cause, you shouldn't you shouldn't be violent or envious to another person. For definitely for no reason. Amen. Amen. A naughty person, Proverbs six and twelve, a naughty person, a wicked man, walk it with a forward mouth. You know? A naughty person, a person that's always doing something out of the way, evil, doing something he's just supposed to be doing. A wicked man walking with a forward mouth. All he cares about is utter and foolishness. Ever been around people that always want to talk about some negative cursing, making jokes about people? You know, just all, everything they say is just non-productive. It's always belittling somebody, always talking about somebody behind their back. It's just, just nothing, you know, that's seemingly, you know, all spiritual at all. He speak it with his feet. He teach it with his fingers. You know? Somebody you teach with your feet because you always in the wrong place. People follow certain people follow certain people because, you know, they might have a certain charisma about themselves. Even though they might be doing the wrong thing. Like it was like the class clown or the person that's the most popular. People gonna follow them because they, you know, they seem to draw the most attention. And it's, it's always the ones that's the fools that seem to get the crowd. Because they, they into folly. They into what people, they doing, they pushing the envelope. What people usually wouldn't do, they'd be like, man, come on, man. And then they, they join the crowd. Because, why? you made it okay. And he said, he's going down. And it's Proverbs 6 and 12, we're 13. And he teaches with his fingers. Because he always points, like, look, look, look. Look at that. And they don't even know what they're doing, man. Because you always point the finger at people. So people are always like, yeah, you right, man. And like, look, 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 bro. Look, look at this. Hey, girl, look, man, you won't believe I was pointing a finger at people. So he, he teaching with his feet. So what, what does it say? It's like he's speaking with his feet. And he's teaching with his fingers. Because when you when you pointing at something, you're pointing something out. You point, you're trying to prove a point or, 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 or get a point across to somebody when you're pointing at something. You want to bring somebody's attention to something. But, I mean, you can be teaching somebody something. Just like I, my, my dad, he always... Oh, uh, even when I was coming up, he always, hey, son, look, look at this. You ain't do this over here. You ain't cleaning up. You ain't do that. Or, hey, grab me that over there. So he bringing my, my understanding, hey, I want you, I need you to go over there and grab that. Or he might point at me. Son, why you ain't do it? His, when he pointed his finger, that means the direction. That I mean, he, he right at me. He let me know without a shot of a doubt who he's talking to. So he's teaching with his fingers. Amen? Because the point that draws attention, because it, it shows a point of direction. It's showing you where your attention should be or where it should go. Amen. And he saw it. I'm sorry. Forwardness is in, the, is in his heart. He devised it mischief. You know? That's all he want to do is something evil. He always thinking of something wicked to do. Continually. He saw it discord. I always want to break up the little circles. If it ain't a part of him, if it ain't with her, or she ain't got a click, or she ain't got the all the attention, she'll come break it up. Cause of dissension. Girl, you won't believe what someone so said it. Hey, man, you don't believe what old boy did the other day, man. You might be cool with him. 
you that might be one of your best friends. But guess what? He see you kicking him with him, and he might not like him. So he's going to come to you and tell you something about him that might not even be true. And then you're going to get on his side, like, because you believe him. You're going to go against, you know, your best friend that you might not even know in your whole life. Maybe your family member, maybe somebody you know. And that's what happens when people are always fraud, always causing mischief, always causing to break up bonds in between people. That's how that's how a lot of gossip starts. That's how you have people that play sides. Because when mess go out, people might necessarily be friends. We see it all the time in the family. And it whether we came up at school, whether it was church, whether it was, you know, just people you knew just from around the neighborhood. People was out, you know, you may have had a friend or you might have had a homeboy or you might have had a, a, a associate you kicked it with. Then there was another person you may have knew. He might not knew him directly, but he might know about him or he may have, you know, said hi and bye. They may have been just on that level, you know, but never really sat down and communed with each other, just chilled and kicked it and fellowship. So he might come, and man, you might want to stay away from him, man. He, he this and that. So you don't, you gonna listen to him because you been, you knew him, but that might not necessarily be true. So you gonna go back over to the boy or whoever she is. And say, hey man, why you did this and that? Why you? But you don't even go up to an action. You gonna go accuse somebody. So what that's gonna make when you usually accuse somebody or something, then they get defensive. And they're like, no, you coming at me wrong. No, you. And then you get an argument and strike. Why? Off of discord. Because if he then he back he he chilling. He in the weeds chilling. He just step back and let you let you divide it by yourself. He just put the bug. He just put it in your ear and you ran with it. That's how strife starts. That's how debate and dissension and tears come between the, and between the people of God. Because people want to tear up bonds, want to tear up relationships, because they might not necessarily have that, or they might not like that person, or that person that did them wrong. It could be a it could be a bevy of of things that that bring about this dissension, especially if you're hanging with someone that's forward, person that's wicked, that always causes mischief. Always getting into something, then you can expect it. A proud look, verse 17. Oh, 16. These 16 that the Lord hates. But yea, seven are an abomination unto him. So we don't think there are things that God hates. People teach that God don't hate. Yeah, God, it's plenty of scriptures on what God hates. If we were made in God's image, if we were made in God's image, then you think we'll take on some characteristics of the Father? Even Ecclesiastes 3 tell you there's a time for everything on the Son. There's a time to be evil, there's a time to love, there's a time to hate, there's a time to kill. Amen. There's a time to uh, withhold, there's a time to be held, there's a time to embrace, there's a time to uh, push away. There's a time for everything under the Son. Somebody phone going off? That's the time and the place for everything under the sun. Amen. And we gotta understand what time it is and what in the time and the place, and we understand that's the way we should act accordingly. And the spirit will let you know. And you don't need to be doing that. Nah, this ain't nah, it's ain't the time and the place to be, you know, uh, all serious. Brighten up a little bit. Why does not keep 17. A proud look. 
a lying tongue. And it says shit, and it says blood. These are things that God hates. He don't like Hey, Daddy, keep beeping. Hold on one second. I'm making that noise. It's like a, like a, I don't know when somebody hangs up, but they only do it two or two, two times, two or three times, and then it'll Okay. Okay. We, we still, we still uh, left. Yeah. Oh, that's this one. That's just right here doing what he wants to do. Oh, okay. So let's just cut him off and he won't do anything. No, that's the one that was. Okay. Um, pardon us, but that was interference. Uh, the, it's still hooked up, and your screen's still loud, you got your word right there. I'm making some breakfast for us. Uh, wait a minute. It's still going. I'm going to shut him off. Uh, hold on, sweetie. Let me cut this uh, phone off. She won't beat me anymore. All right. Let's break your phone. Okay, there you are. Amen. Yeah. Hallelujah. You must got a good a good word going on. Look at that. Yeah, good word this morning. Amen. Paul, tell everybody that's right. Amen. That's this dude here. It's just all about this one and that one. Now, nah, amen. Hallelujah. We got it now. We found out our problem. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Amen. We see the word on strike this morning, and when strike start happening in the communication system, yeah, yes, sir. So we thank the Most High for the word, and we're gonna continue to touch on this strike. Definitely, 
we, we, we say this word, amen, we definitely don't understand the meaning and the context and the etymology of words that we use. You know, we say love, we say life, we say hate. And we put a, uh, we hear these words, but we definitely don't understand really the root of these words and um, how they take place in our life. You know, we have maybe a, a slight a understanding of the word from, you know, you may have read a definition or you may have, you know, people say the word so much and put it in a certain context so you have an idea of what the word could mean. Remember, we have to be learned again on these words. So when we understand what's going on or what's happening around us, we're like, okay, yeah, that, that's strife. That's envy. That's jealousy. We have an idea of what these words are because we don't use We don't necessarily look up words anymore. We just, you know, read and, uh, you know, that's it. But when we begin to understand context and understand what the word of God is saying, breaking break down a word, amen, looking at it, it has a it has a whole different meaning than when you're just saying it. When you begin to look at that word and break it down, what you say, like we just did with strife, you might have an idea what strife is, but it gives you the whole breakdown, the whole understanding of the word strife and even the etymology of what the word even came from, according to the dictionary you read out of it. And now let's continue. Amen. Uh, Proverbs uh, 17. Proud look. This is one of the things that the Lord hates. A prideful person. A prideful, a prideful person. Not saying that you shouldn't have no sense of pride about yourself, like taking care of yourself, make sure you, you know, <clears throat> brush teeth, wash face, you know, caring for your body and doing things the right way. But when you're proud or you have an upright spirit, I mean, you. You know, can't nobody tell you nothing. You know everything, and that's a proud, proud spirit. That's a proud look. You know what I'm saying? You carry yourself too proud. You carry yourself too, 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 too high. You know, when you're not even humble, when people try to tell you a crit, when people, if nobody can critique you, then you're a very prideful person. If no one can tell you, sir, you uh, uh, I, I like what you said, but you could have said it a better way. Oh, you can't tell me that you're a prideful person. Even though you feel like a person may be wrong, it's not always your time or place for you to jump out there and try to correct a person that you might feel may be wrong. Sometimes that comes in our life. Well, most of the time that comes in my life, amen, to improve us. Take the information that that person gives you, even if you think they may be wrong. You know what? I, you're right. I can always do better. You know, that's the kind of mindset we got to have. We should have a mindset of excellence. So even if someone's you might not even agree with, but take what they like. My my apostle used to tell me, eat the meat and throw away the bone. Yes, I can improve what I said. You're right. I can always improve. Then if they say anything else that may be out of the way, then you know what you can throw that away. You know, then you don't have to use that a point. Use that as a point of contention. Use that to get you riled up. You know, we were talking about suffering. That's part of suffering. When you're dealing with strife that comes to you, that's a part of suffering. We went on a whole series for a month about suffering. Strife falls in that category of suffering. You, you will definitely deal with that. People talking about you violently to your face. People want to fight you. People calling you all kind of names. People saying you're not a woman of God. People saying you you ugly, you fat, you, you this, you that. Every, everything, every name in the book. That's to bring about strife. Amen. The scripture tells us, amen. Paul tells us, let brotherly love, amen, continue. We got to continue to stay in love when these things come against us. 
The man of proud look, a lying tongue. God hates a habitual liar. Person that always lying. Always lying. He hates that. Person that can never tell the truth. I used to be like that when I was young. I don't know why. Like, I used to lie about everything when I was a little kid. <laughs> My dad was like, did you, did you clean the dishes? The dishes sitting in the sink. Yeah, I cleaned them. No, you didn't clean them. They still sitting in the sink. I have no clue why I used to lie so much. I used to get a whole lot of whoopings, too. I lied so much. And I was very sneaky. So all that worked together. And I know I had to change all. I had to change my ways. But I didn't like whooping. But I just, you know, I had a job. That's what I did. And my dad stayed on me. He stayed on me. Sometimes he talked to me. Other times he whooped me. Sometimes he punched me. You know, he switched it up. But I thank him today for those whoopings. You know, I'm not in jail. You know, I don't have no felony. You know what I'm saying? I ain't been inside a jail but for tickets. That's about it. <laughs> I ain't, you know, not enough, uh, you know, raping, robbing, stealing. And, you know, I thank God for that. A thing that this nation don't have is discipline. Man, so definitely in this generation, it's definitely discipline is something that's needed because if we don't have that, for the children, man, we don't have a future, man. Children with no discipline, and man, they just this will have chaos, no order, you know. So I appreciate my dad for, for instilling me in me those morals. I still say yes, ma'am, no sir to this day. That's something y'all always drilled in, man. Along with that belt, I, I knew that was coming. It was gonna be that belt, or it was gonna be something else. It's gonna be some discipline, but also it was gonna be love with it as well, man. So. That's those were the that concoction that formed the man that, that's me today. Amen. So I thank God for his correction. He, he used to, you know, he talked his word. You know, he preached his word. He lived his word. So I, I have no choice but to capitulate to, you know, to conform to the word. And man, that's that's what I feel like. That's, you know, that's the least I can do. So that honor God with my lifestyle by just following his word. Amen. Let's go continue. A lying tongue, hands and shit, innocent blood. People that go around killing people for nothing or going robbing people. And you shed innocent blood. Innocent. People that ain't did nothing. Not saying that you should kill somebody that, you know, done wrong to you. But more so, it would be more understandable if somebody would secure your mama and you kill them. That would be understandable. Not saying that that's, that's what we should do, but a thought process. That's coming in mind, what did this person do? Why did you do that? Man, they killed my daddy. He's like, dang, that's messed up. Well, you can see why they did it, and you can maybe even understand why they did it, even though it may be wrong. Well, you just going around killing people for no cause. God say he hates that. Amen. 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 <clears throat> hands that shed innocent blood and a heart that divides it wicked imagination. Mm. You say that's the thing that one of the things that he hates. A heart that the, you always thinking of evil, evil ways to uh, come up, uh, evil way to try to sow discord among your brothers. Mm. When you always thinking of evil, God say he hates it. Mm. Amen. Amen. Feet that be swift to run into mischief. Always running into somebody else's that's business. Right. You want to be a talebearer. Mm. You want to mm. go out there and be a busybody, as the old people say. Trying to teach us how to live. You know. Yeah, we need to recognize that it's real easy. It's real easy 
it's real easy to uh, to do what the Father said do. The thing that makes it not so easy is when we just refuse to bring a glass of water, son, is when we refuse to heed to the Word. The Word is written in the book. It's already been stretched out on paper, hallelujah, to tell us, to show us how to live. And how to live is, think so, is written right here. Thou shall not. Thou shall not. Well, it's telling us what not to do. But we're so busy, amen, doing what we want to do till we've forgotten that we have already been told how to live. If we ain't going to live godly and keep all this contention and strife working between us, there's also a word for that. So as A.D. was saying, he was telling us here that thou, that thou makest us a strife unto our neighbor and our enemies lost among themselves. So, you know, we have to start living a pure lifestyle. I know there's a lot of people come and go in this ministry because they say the word is too hard. They say, you know, it's too hard. You know, they really say that I'm too hard. Well, I'm knowing nothing but just reading the word. That's all I'm doing. So he says, six things um, do as the Lord hates you. Seven are an abomination unto him. He has seven are an abomination unto him. A proud look, a lying tongue, and hands that shed innocent blood. A heart that devised wicked imagination. Feet that be swift and run into mission. You know, what it means is, it's like, oh, I want to make sure I'll be that. Before y'all start, girl, let me get on that, man. I'm on my way over there because I want to hear this. I want to see this, you know, because I need to put my two cents in. You know, miss it. You should be the one that instead of a tailbearer, you should be the one that said, you know what, I want to be that man so that I can try and defuse this. Hallelujah. So I can try and uh, uh, see if we can talk instead of, you know, continue in our mischievous ways. Hallelujah. We can sometimes work things out better than we can, amen, using weapons of mass destruction, which is the tongue. The tongue is evil, the Bible says in the book of James. Hallelujah. So we need to overcome all this stuff. Hallelujah. Proud look, run into mischief. 19, a false witness that speaketh lies, and he that soweth discord among brethren. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We need to stop. We need to take the word of God, begin to apply it, amen, as a medicine for our own souls so that we can raise our children in the right way. Hallelujah. How in the world do you expect your child to be great, amen, when their head is not great, when there's all kinds of mischievous stuff going on in the house, amen, talking bad to the wife, amen, in front of the kids. Shouldn't talk bad to her anyhow. We need to stop this foolishness, hallelujah, and raise a family. Hallelujah. Jesus wanted a family. God wanted a family. Hallelujah. That's why he made Adam. Hallelujah. And made Eve. Hallelujah. So that we can, amen, be a family. We need to stop the bickering, the complaining, the fighting. Hallelujah. The hardness of the heart. And begin to appreciate him. Hallelujah. Great is his reward to mankind today. When man would apply all of these things that he told us to do. 
All we got to do is do them. Just do them. They're written in the book. They've been penned in this book for our learning, for our teaching, for our doing. Hallelujah. So it says here, hallelujah, hallelujah. A proud look, a lying tongue, hands that shed innocent blood, a heart that divides wicked imagination, speech with running a mission, a false witness speaking lies, and he that soweth discord among the brethren. Let's stop this. Let's pray. Let's, instead of warn with our lips, let's trust him today. Let's believe him today. Let, let him do it. Hallelujah. Before you, amen, get into a quarrel, you need to, amen, seek his, seek his faith for wisdom. We need the wisdom of God today, hallelujah, to lead us, to guide us, to show us how to live holy, hallelujah. It's in the book this morning, how to live holy, hallelujah. We need to learn to live holy today, hallelujah. He has given us everything we need in this life. Hallelujah. To make it into our next life. And yes, we will have another life. The Bible describes this other life, hallelujah, as a blessing. Hallelujah. Amen. It's your reward after you done, amen, done all you can here in this land. Now it's reward time. Hallelujah. I mean, it's like being rewarded. Hallelujah. I do. I love being rewarded. So that's what he wants us to do. He wants us to come out of ourselves, hallelujah, with practicing our witchcraft on one another. The Bible says in Second Samuel that all of this is witchcraft. A rebellious spirit is witchcraft, hallelujah. We don't need no witchcraft around us, no witches, no warlocks, or no such thing. We need his promises. Amen. Working in our life. Hallelujah. We need to learn to obey him. Hallelujah. Let's obey the Father today. Hallelujah. Let's do what he told us to do. Hallelujah. All we got to do is read the book. It's already been penned in the book this month. Hallelujah. Already been penned in the book. So he says in the book this morning, we're coming to a close. Hatred. Hallelujah. Uh, what was that? Oh, Proverbs 10, 12. Hatred stirs up strife, but love covers all sin. Hallelujah. So we need to stop stirring up strife this morning. Hallelujah. With our hateful ways and our hateful ideas. Amen. Just to stop. Hallelujah. Let him work in our hearts this morning. Hallelujah. Let him work the evil out of us this morning. Hallelujah. Let him do what he said he will do. We haven't even given a chance, amen, to work in our hearts today. We're so caught up, amen, doing our own thing that we've forgotten who's in charge this morning. Hallelujah. 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 So as we come to a close this morning, we pray him. Hallelujah. We pray him for his blessings. And he's bestowed upon us. Oh, he's a great God this morning. He's a wonderful God. He's a loving Father. Hallelujah. So let us bring ourselves together. Amen. And rise above all the satanic influence that the world. Broken down.
With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.